our LSU. Boom! All night long. Yes. Sucks to be a Florida Gator. Let's go. I understand that we are still so disappointed in what happened versus Alabama, but that is in the rearview mirror. Nothing is changing what's happening in that game, but a lot can change on what could be a rainy, even though it never rains, in Tiger Stadium Saturday night as the Gators float on in. They still need one more victory for bowl eligibility, so they definitely need this game more than we do. Can Florida snap what has been a four-game winning streak, especially in a situation where Florida has been favored in the 2020 matchup, they were favored in the 2021 matchup, they were favored in the 2022 matchup, and they lost all three of those. Now we are favored by two touchdowns, and it's crazy to think that Florida could pull off this upset. And I want to start off talking about Graham Mertz, okay? So coming up in just a second, we'll be joined by my friend and yours, my absolute best friend in all of LSU sports media. His name is Blake Rufino. He'll hop on here in just a moment, okay? So first thing first, whenever I look at the Florida Gators, I look at their offense as one that is very balanced, okay? Their running back room is very good, okay? A little bit of breaking news from Brian Kelly that we could be in a scenario where Logan Diggs does not play. Obviously, Logan Diggs' first game of the season, he didn't play because of injury. He wasn't quite 100%. Could LSU be in a similar situation where they say, hey, look, we don't want to risk anything here tonight uh, with uh, with, with Logan because, look, Logan Diggs has, has been such a good piece for us. This is a game that we think Josh Williams could uh, potentially, um, uh, actually come in and, and 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 be the guy, right? You could see Josh Williams become the guy, and you could also see Caleb Jackson get some more run because he really hasn't carried the football a whole lot, um, really since the Army game. So Alabama, he really wasn't used. I think he only had one touch. So you very well could see a scenario where, um, Logan Diggs uh, doesn't play on on Saturday, but. We'll see. Okay. Um, he is doubtful, according to um, Brian Kelly. Obviously, the big news today is that Brian Kelly made it public that, well, Jaden Daniels will be available if there are no concussion symptoms that pop back up. Okay. So, uh, symptoms can be very murky, right? You know, it's not quite as black and white as, let's say, like a torn ACL where you just can't go, okay? So, obviously, you want Logan Diggs to be able to go this weekend, but it doesn't come close to the value uh, that Jaden Daniels 
gives this team. Okay. Jaden Daniels listed as probable right now. Uh, and Brian Kelly feels like Jaden Daniels will indeed pass the uh, concussion protocol. Brian Kelly also said that the SEC did get to him and say the play that knocked Jaden Daniels out of the game did not meet the standards of targeting. That's what the SEC officials uh, told him. Okay. So very, very interesting. Okay. Also this weekend, it'll be the first time that they have acknowledged the 2003 National Championship team this season. It is the 20-year anniversary of the first National Championship of the modern era. And also today, it is the 21st anniversary today, actually the specific date, of the Bluegrass Miracle, right? One of the best plays of all time. Also today, I want to touch on this briefly, and I'll ask Blake about this because obviously Blake uh, loves baseball as much as he loves football. I love the baseball team, not quite in the same camp as him, but it was announced that the SEC baseball team's permanent opponents uh, will be Mississippi State and Texas A&M. So moving forward, there's going to be two teams in the SEC that you play every single season beginning in 2025, and LSU's two opponents are Mississippi State and Texas A&M. Okay. So it's uh, it, it, it's very, very, very interesting. Also, uh, the team feels pretty comfortable if Garrett Nussmeyer has to be the guy, right? Um, and I get it. I totally get it. Um, just at this point, I want Jaden Daniels to be healthy and, and just finish out this season, okay? So it's, uh, it's going to be murky. It's obviously going to be how Jaden feels on Saturday. But, you know, th there is a moral debate that you could have that – um, Jaden Daniels um, shouldn't play in this game, right? Concussion symptoms is a very ambiguous, you know, topic. Now, outside of everything LSU related, let me share with you why I think the LSU defense could bounce back. The first thing is as bad as the LSU defense has been this year, they have been far superior at home than they've been on the road. Outside of the Mississippi State um, domination, their worst road games have been Alabama, Missouri, and Ole Miss, and Florida State to a certain extent. So those have really been the LSU defense's worst performances, right? They've also been the better offenses that they've played, so it could just be, you know, the opponent. But you take a look at Florida, you take a look at their yard per play numbers, they're about middle of the SEC uh, in pretty much every category. And I do think this is a scenario, though, where the Florida offense is way better than what they were at the beginning of the season, right? So, you know, last year or, or last week we played Jalen Milrow. If we had played Alabama earlier in the season, we probably blow them out, right? But the Alabama offense took a massive leap when Jalen Milrow became the guy. They were able to really build and focus the offense around his skill set. And to the contrary, um, you know, LSU, we, we've been good really since the jump, right? Jaden Daniels has been truly spectacular um, since the Florida State game. So the truth here is um, this Florida offense is way better than what they were earlier in the year. And I do think with the LSU being at home, they will be better served to defend Graham Mertz. Something else about Graham Mertz is he does not run. Okay, he is not a true dual threat quarterback. Now, he's not a statue per se, but he is pretty solid. Okay, now 
here in just a second, we will be joined uh, once again by Blake Rafino. Um, a lot of you are speaking Spanish in the chat. I don't know if you guys are trolling me because um, the reason why I stayed at LSU an extra semester is that I failed Spanish. Um, uh, I just did. Uh, and there's a long story uh, behind that. Um, I just struggled. Now, I don't think I'm smart enough to learn a new language. Um, Colwood's asked, what can be done to the SEC office out of Tuscaloosa that no targeting review was crap? Apparently, they did review the targeting, but they didn't do anything about it. Now, Graham Mertz can't run. Okay. This should be a major positive for LSU. But he is a really good thrower of the football. Milrow can't really throw the football outside of a few deep balls. His deep passing versus us was terrible. Graham Mertz is a dime merchant. He was absurdly accurate versus Arkansas. And he actually had their best receiver, Ricky Pearsall, open all day. He missed Ricky Pearsall, number one. Okay, that's the guy you got to look out for. He last, um, in Jaden Daniels' early uh, career, Ricky Pearsall uh, was Jaden Daniels' best target at Arizona State after Brandon Ayuk and Frank Darby left. Okay, so to Joseph's question here, they will not need a QB spy versus Graham Mertz. Now, once again, Graham Mertz can run some, but... I mean, Jalen Milrow is probably the second best runner behind Jaden, and he's probably at that level. I mean, he's such a special runner of the football. And Graham Mertz is probably the second slowest starting quarterback behind Will Rogers. So um, he, he can't run, so that's obviously a really good thing. We say hi to Jared A. We say hi to Michael B. Carvis D. Good to see all of you. So... Got Blake coming up here in just a second. I want to actually do some film study tonight. So if you are listening to this on a podcast version, get on over to YouTube and check out this film study for yourself. And, um, you know, the, I've been talking about gap integrity, gap integrity, gap integrity. We broke this play down during the film study, but this will be the first of many film breakdowns we're going to do tonight. So let's go ahead and get to part one. Let's go. Let's go. We're breaking down the LSU defense here in just a few plays. And one thing we're going to talk about is gap integrity, right? So you'll see on this play, pretty much everybody up front for LSU is not really doing a whole lot uh, special here, especially this uh, defensive tackle taking this double. His back is turned. But the truth is, everybody's kind of in their gap. And when everybody stays in their gap, good things tend to happen. And in this case, everybody pretty much did their responsibilities, and we get an absolutely massive tackle right there by Greg Brooks. But where things go awry is when people start to occupy the same gap. So you'll see right here, Alabama's trying to run something very quick to the outside. It's not there. So Jalen Milrow works backside on this double slant concept. These throws are actually here. Isaiah Bond, uh, it gets cut off, but this throw is actually here. Say drying is just way off this guy. But you see, he can't make this play because Ovi Agufu has some really good pressure on the quarterback. But why didn't Ovi sack him? So Milro runs for a huge scramble here, and it's because, well, 
both of our guys occupied the same gap. So Mason Smith right here is lined up in a three technique, and Agufu decides to do an inside pass rush move. And the issue becomes if both players, um, if Mason Smith wants to swim move to the outside and Ovia Agufu wants to swim move to the inside, guess what happens? Bang, you got two guys in the same gap. Okay, so if for some reason Mason Smith had decided to go through this A gap, Ovi Agufu's probably making this sack right here, or vice versa. If Agufu decided to rush to the outside, Mason Smith has this guy beat. He's probably back here making a sack, but instead they trip each other, and we lose our contained responsibility to this outside because we ran a twist stunt to the left, and Milro was able to get around and have a huge scramble, and we were seeing this all night long let's go to dexter uh basically if you aren't able to catch that you're just joining us or listening via podcast the lsu defense that i i i try to be as nice as i possibly can they don't do anything well Okay, I, I've tried. The one thing they did a good job of is not allowing the explosive plays, but you're going to see a play a little bit later where the explosive passes were also there. It's just Milrow was so bad throwing the football, so bad. I mean, missed two walk-in touchdowns. They they were giving us the opportunities, and we still stunk. We still stunk. Uh, let's go to Dexter. I watched your film studies a couple of days ago, and you pointed out something. The LSU defense doesn't play as a unit. It feels like they play for themselves and try to play hero ball too much, and them not doing their job. Dexter, this is one of the best comments um, of, of of this week. You're right on the money, right? Y'all, you have got to be so unselfish when it comes to defense, okay? So, um, you know, I, I am – Glad to call Ron Brooks a friend of mine. So Ron, of course, was a member of the, the greatest LSU defense of all time, the 2011 defense. We got a debate with the 2003 defense. They, they, it's either one of those two. 2016 defense also all time great. But you know the 2011 defense. They, they lost Patrick Peterson the year before, and that secondary uh, was so dominant. Still, the next year, they were so unselfish. Right, they were so unselfish, um, to the point where they they kind of were able to freelance things out there. Um, they, they were such a special unit, and they honestly played for LSU. They didn't play for themselves. Um, they understood, you know, if you play together and you play as a unit, you are going to be successful. And the, the it's so important to play as a team on defense, right? Everybody's got to do their assignment on defense, okay? They just do. Offenses are just so good now that if you get out of your gap and you open up a cutback lane for someone to run through, guess what? They're going to take it. You know, offenses no longer are 44 blasts, Run as hard as you can through the B-gap, and whatever happens, happens. That's not how it works anymore. Offenses are indeed option offenses, right? Not triple option offense. That's why the Nebraska you know, dynasty was so big. It was a philosophical idea that, well, if the defense does this, we do that. Now, all offenses are like that. But with the passing game, right? You got option routes. You got all these different things. 
if you don't do your job, okay, you're screwed. You're you're effed. You're you're not gonna stop a nosebleed. Okay. So, you know, you, it, it's 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 a mess. It's an absolute mess. Now, I was gonna say this for a little bit later, but Jared does super chat here. So um, and I think Jared's I know he doesn't ask questions uh, uh, a whole lot with these uh, these supers, but you know, Jared did bring uh, bring up something in the last live stream about the defense. Um, so I have a buddy who is uh, a consultant, okay, and he actually uh, for a full time job consults on coaching searches and 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 whatnot, okay, and uh, the, he and I have been friends for a long time. Okay, I don't think he minds me saying his name. His name is Dave. Okay, um, the Matrix is uh, what they call him. And he said something earlier today that I thought was uh, very interesting: that the LSU defensive support staff. Okay, so not necessarily Matt House, just the whole defensive side of the football when it comes to defensive coaching was the lowest rated. Power five defensive coaching staff in his metrics. Okay. Um, now, obviously, I don't know coaches as well as he does, right? I can't name every single assistant on every, on every single staff. He can. Also, he's not an SEC guy. So this isn't some kind of vendetta against LSU. He's he's a big believer in uh, Brian Kelly. Okay. That's what his numbers say as far as the defensive coaching. Um, I reached out to an Oklahoma source uh, today, and and we talked briefly uh, about Kerry Cooks, right? Yeah, this is the same guy who, you know, relayed a message to me when we were hiring coaches that, hey, Jamar Kane is a real deal. Kerry Cooks isn't. Um, obviously, the safeties have not been our biggest issue. It's been more so the corners and the safeties. And let's be honest. Uh, our safeties would be a lot better if Greg Brooks did not have one of the most unfortunate things we've ever seen happen to an LSU football player. But, you know, Kerry Cooks, his secondaries uh, struggled uh, mightily at Oklahoma. So it's pretty clear that when your defense is as bad as it is, okay, there isn't always just one thing that's an issue, right? It's a lot of things. A lot. Okay? And good. You know you're doing something right when the freaking bots are in here. Player X is in here tonight. It's my guy. Um... Yeah. Oh, look at Player X. He's got his Power Hour LSU sticker next to his cat. Gotta love it. Hopefully, I get to see him this weekend. Um, I don't know with all this rain. I don't know if I really want to go anymore. And it's not necessarily that I can't handle the rain. I kind of like a rainy game. It's just I don't want to be wet and have to like run back to my post game show and have to do a three hour show soaking wet. Uh, if that makes sense, right? So, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going. Huh? 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 Uh, there is a piece of me, though, you know, with the, the SEC channel being the way that it is now, um, you know, it's that SEC channel is 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 tough, 
right? I, I've been cutting videos during games, not during LSU games, but during like the Arkansas Florida game. Um, you know, Arkansas is one of the most popular teams on my SEC channel. And obviously I was watching the Florida game because that was our next opponent. So it wasn't until like 24 to to like 48 hours after the um the the Saturday games that I even got to see any of the old Miss Texas AM game. Right. Um so I, I've I've had a lot of success covering Florida and Arkansas and Tennessee in particular. So I've been focusing on them. And then when you go to a game, you're not able to watch all these games at the same time. Um, so, you know, I, I think, I, I think I'm still going though. I think I'm still going. I got it. And I think, I think Cliff's going with me this weekend. I don't think he knows that yet. <laughs> huh? 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 Blake, I thought I sent you the link uh, a little bit earlier today, but I'll send it. Blake's like trying to figure out, Hey, how am I supposed to get in here? Mm, mm, mm. So I'll get this over to him, and then we'll get him on. Chat some LSU uh, tackle football, and then he'll also um, talk some uh, baseball as well. Still trying to figure out what the permanent opponents are. And I also want to get Blake's thoughts on Lane Kiffin, right? So a little bit earlier today, we finally got the released audio of Lane Kiffin cursing out his players. Am I really going to defend Lane Kiffin tonight? Especially if it is a kid from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He cursed out. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, we are going to chat some LSU tackle football. Mr. Blake Rafino. You want to you want to dive into this Lane Kiffin thing? Or do you want let, let's let the chat decide? Do you want to talk Lane at the beginning, or do you want to get uh, to it a little bit later? Uh, I, I'll, I'll, go ahead and I'll knock it out. All right, let's let's go. Let's go. Your initial thoughts, you especially as someone you know you 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 know the law uh, business better than than I do. Definitely, uh, your your thoughts uh, initially. You got to show up for work. You can't try to shake down a university and think it's going to work. You want to know. You want to know what the most interesting thing about it is. Okay. Were you able to read the story that that the, yeah. and okay. listen to the whole three minute audio? Okay. See, I did the problem. The problem was there's a three. See, and they did that. You know, I so first off, did you see me getting absolutely attacked for saying that the story was about to go viral? Yeah, and they were saying that you you were feeling one way about it or the other. That either either I was too harsh, or I thought he was, or I, I I was sticking up for the kid, or I was sticking up for Lane Kiffin, and and so I was like, did you read the tweet? Like I literally just said. This story didn't get enough traction, but it's about to now and like got obliterated by people. I'm like, geez, that's number one. Number two, Carter, you got to show up for work. Yeah. Okay. So for those that aren't familiar, uh, DeSanto Rollins from Parkview Baptist High School in Baton Rouge, okay, was a three-star defensive tackle from a few recruiting classes ago. And he goes to Ole Miss and he doesn't play, right? He's just not, 
He's just not an SEC um, level defensive tackle. So he's barely played. And he said that he needed a mental health break uh, from football. And he didn't show up for a meeting with Lane Kiffin. Didn't say anything to Lane Kiffin for two weeks. Um, the director, the player personnel director, or f- two different player personnel or, or Ole Miss staffers tried to say, hey, look, uh, you need to go meet with Lane Kiffin to discuss, you know, your, well, your, your status with the team. And he just didn't show up for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Then he finally shows up and Lane Kiffin curses him out. And the young man recorded him and has filed a $40 million lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lane Kiffin, it was a very explosive Lated, uh, ex- expletive-lated rant, rant uh, saying, hey, your mental health break, you still got to report to me, you still got to say this to me. And it was vicious, Blake. What you, you you have to admit, he, he did go in. I've in. been called worse by coaches. Me too. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, don't – if, if, if people want me to be sensitive to what somebody said to him, I don't come to me with it. Yeah, my high school coaches, uh, and I didn't play college ball like you, but my high school coaches were were very hard on me, and I'm still close with them today. And I think I thank them for it. I don't. First off, from an Ole Miss perspective, Lane shouldn't be doing this to a three star defensive tackle. Okay, it's not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth it. I I, I don't see what he gains out of that. Only what he could lose. I, I guarantee you, regrets it now, right? I don't think Lane I don't think Lane regrets it because all right. Number one, he the A D was probably made aware of this and they and because Lane said in the video, Well, guess what? We know that we can cut you. We don't have to we don't we don't have to keep you here, right? Right. Which means that he talked to lawyers, A D, and they said, Yeah, you can cut him. Um that's number one. The second question was, okay, that I received the most about, can he audio record him? Yeah, you can right. audio record anybody. You know, and they said, and then they said, well, Mississippi's a, a two, uh, whatever they call. Um, a two-party consent state. A two-party consent state. Yeah, right. Not in civil law. Yeah. That's in criminal law. In civil law, you can, Carter, you notice how when every time there's riots like in the streets and people like video it or people people video police, you can video you. I don't need your permission to video you. Right. So two consent does not. It does not mean like what you think it means. Okay. Right. So and and here's the thing, you're gonna under the First Amendment, you would have to prove that he was the one that leaked it. Yeah. Let's go to Sibley Super Chat. When I played, I thought my first name was a curse word. That's yeah. hilarious. I've been on the silence for many games, and every other word is a curse word. Have things changed that much? I think I had an ADHD, but my dad beat it out of me. Yeah, I mean, I I I had it really bad. My, my soccer coach told me, hey, I'm too slow to play uh, high school soccer. I mean, he just told it to my face. You just need to quit. And uh, that made me who I, who I was. It made me a, into a, a very good yeah, uh, I, just, I, I, I'm not going to come up. now. Here's what I will defend the kid on. Okay. Here's the, here's where I think Kiffin messed up. 
if you're going to get that emotional about him not showing up, and if you're worried about his mental health or well-being, like you said you were, you have his address of where he lives. You know, you know where he lives. You know where he is at all times. Why didn't you go see him? Because why he's didn't a- you send staff or AD or somebody over there to see him? So, and the other part of this is, okay, then if he's not reporting, you're going to need to go find him. Right? right. Yeah, because he's a player so on your team. I'll right? tell you this right now: if I miss a work, if I missed a work a workout, I got a text message. Absolutely. Then I got a, then I got a phone call. Then they showed up at my house. I'll never forget this. Alan Rudolph, I think he's at Arkansas State now, showed up at my apartment and was banging on the door and didn't realize that I had told the strength staff. Okay, because I didn't know I had to tell him. But I'd already told the strength staff, and they had forgot. And he was cursing me up a storm with my mama sitting on the couch. Okay, like oh, yeah, an you event. No good mother, bum, you piece of no good. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I mean, <laughs> after a workout, and I and I showed him. I'm like, well, you coach, you. I had my knee drain. They gave me the day off. I'll be back on Saturday. And he was like, well, why didn't you tell me? I was like, I didn't know I had to tell you about missing a workout. So that's the thing is if you're going to get that worked up, why aren't you worried about his well-being and going and find him and seeing what's up? Now, what if he – now, here's here's a bigger question. Can I tell you a bigger question? Yeah. What if he he followed proper protocol for Ole Miss when it comes to mental health about advising his team, advising his position coach, advising the school that he's dealing with mental health issues? Then Lane's in a lot more trouble. Then he's if, the guy, trouble. If, if the guy just ghosted everyone, then Lane's fine, right? Uh, but, but we know that he didn't ghost because – not completely because they released Ole Miss. I don't want to say purging themselves because they didn't purge themselves because you can't purge yourself. But in that document – Okay, that they turned over to the court today. They said that he had been talking to the position coach. Yeah, and and one one more thing, Blake, that I think is very important. Okay, is this fact with this story? Okay, like what you said a minute ago, and this is why this is going to be one of the biggest things that the Deion Sanders era brought to the forefront is they can cut your ass. For anything, your yeah. scholarship is a year by year thing, right? Okay? You are not okay. Um, if Brian Kelly decided it today, he could, uh, he, Carter, could, he literally did that with Trey Palmer and, and uh, Dwight McLaughlin, right? He can, he right. could say, Hey, I, I'm ending your scholarship right now, it is right. not guaranteed. I do, they it is one year contracts basically, and they want to make them employees. You know, uh, and you're not going to be able to do that, right? This that's the reason why. But here's here's the truth, and 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 look, if you want to call me whatever you want to call me, and I know we live in a very sensitive political world, okay, Carter, the kids, can I can I call it like it is? Go on He's ahead. Like a spoiled little b word. I, I he, he was supposed to move to the offensive line. He said he wasn't going to do it. Well, then go on the portal. 
Yeah, I, that's what I don't get. That's the that was going to be my next thing. Okay, you're not guaranteed a scholarship to the next season, and if you're not providing value for that scholarship, they're they'll they'll say, hey, we want you to move somewhere else. Scout right. team offensive line, as you know, Blake. There are far more defensive linemen than there are offensive linemen. Okay, it's just it's just how it is, right? Right. And you need more offensive linemen than you do defensive linemen because right. in order to run scout team, you have to have five bodies, right? Remember during the spring, LSU, you know, Where's they didn't have walk ons. Right. You you right. you. It's hard. So he wasn't giving them anything as a defensive tackle. Lane was trying to give him a second out. Right. You're not a good DT. Well, you could go play scout team offensive line. Maybe that clicks for you, and you're helping the team. But obviously, um, that's a tough pill for some kids to swallow, to say, hey, I'm not good enough for defensive line. Do I really want to go there and play offensive line? But for DeSanto, Blake, he also wouldn't have a transfer portal market because he's done nothing as as a player. So do you really want to leave a Division One Power 5 school like Ole Miss and go play – um, you would have to go. I don't. I don't think he'd want to leave D one football to go to a, a D two school in the middle of nowhere, right? No, but let me ask you. Let me let me turn this into LSU right quick. You you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Now I know that this player didn't do this. Like he didn't file a lawsuit. He didn't say he had mental health issues. Okay. What's the difference in this kid ghosting the coaches and what a prominent LSU wide receiver did to Brian Kelly for the first two months of his tenure at LSU last year? Now, I'm old enough to remember that Brian Kelly was asked about Kayshawn Bouti, and he said, well, I wouldn't know because I don't talk to him. He doesn't show up. You mean to tell me that this happens? Carter, I know that this isn't the first time that he's had a player that's ghosted him that's on scholarship that can or cannot play. Yeah. I mean, he wanted to cut him because he wasn't any good. And he thought that he was getting railroaded and Kiffin ain't going to play that and good on him. But let's not also act like Kayshawn Bouti didn't just ghost Brian Kelly for two months. Remember when BK said that the dude wasn't even going to therapy? Yeah. I mean, Kayshawn even admitted <laughs> that, that he didn't I mean, take his re. I mean. It, but if, you, if you're good enough, if you're good enough. I mean, uh-huh. they'll, they'll, bend, they'll bend the rules for you. Uh-huh. And, and ultimately, that's kind of the case here with DeSanto. None of this would be happening if he was good. Okay. None. Uh, but the thing is, if he was good and there really was, you know, mental health issues, um, like Eric Gilbert, right? You, this would, none of this would be happening, right? He would, everything would, everything would be. Here's the only, here's the only thing. What if he is, Carter, he just sued a school for $40 million and his, his life is chaotic. I mean, are we a thousand percent sure that this kid doesn't have these issues? See, and that's the fine line that you got to walk down. It uh, exactly, 
right? But, it I, should... but I got to tell you, though, I don't I, I think the kid's full of shit. I, 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 I'm sorry for the language, but I think this kid, DeSoto Rollins, is full of shit. You're 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 trying to strong arm them into paying you money or settling and they're not going to settle. Neither should they sh settle. Now, you know, you ghost them and, you know, you can't do that. Carter, what would happen if you didn't show up to work for two weeks? Oh, you get fired. You, you just, that's just how it is. Right. Um, I, I also have not had an employer in like a full-time employer in forever. All right. Well, let uh, me, let me change the difference. What happens if you don't do a show for two weeks? Oh, I, I, I lose everything. Right. Right. Well, you, and people will cease to forget, you know, that we even exist. Right. Right. Uh, so, so again, or at know, least, at least get like, let's just say like I was leaving, I'd give a heads up saying, Hey, you know, I'm burnt out. Gotta take a break. Uh, and know. there's nothing wrong with this car. We do this sometime, dude, I did a show 20 straight days for baseball, was, for baseball. Yeah. I was exhausted, exhausted, like mentally and physically. It was one of the, it was one of the more challenging times of my life, dude. I was going to sleep at 12 o'clock every day and having to wake up at five, five 30. It was tough. But you know what? I, you at some point you got to nut up and man up. Sorry for saying it like that, but I mean I feel like Carter, the things that were instilled in you and I as as young men or young boys are what turn dudes into men. That's what football is mainly about: turning young boys into men. And uh, somewhere along the way, this powder puff BS just like overtook it, it, look this is a violent sport carter we saw a man on the field last year that almost lost his life right it's not it's not for the weak-hearted it's not for the timid yeah i mean two consecutive years you know the lsu has had remember the secondary had some you know last year was seven banks and this year obviously you know greg brooks two completely different things but that's you think, also you think Greg Brooks wouldn't want to be on that field right now. Yeah, yeah. There's, I, I will, I will. A good question too in the super chat. Let's let's go to Danny's first, and then we'll move on to a different topic here with the uh, player X. Uh, why record it all unless you expect it to use it for this kind of purpose? I'm not buying it. Well, if he, I, I could see him doing it if he to actually, protect himself. I don't. Right. Yeah, right. Like if he had actual mental health issues, he'd be like, Hey, this is what's contribute. This is why I'm having it because my coach, Joey Freshwater is, 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 is this hard on me at all times, but I see Danny's point of it as well. There's, is it, yeah, there I is no, yeah, 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 I, 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 I could see it now. Well, I agree. I mean, I agree with her. I mean, I think he did it because he knew that he had something on. And I also think that he was getting counsel to do something like that. Oh, now that's where it gets really spicy. Well, uh, counsel can be from his parents. It could be from anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's turn to football. Player X. You want you want your thoughts on the 2024 rounding out the defensive side of the football. Man, I'll say this. There's a lot of uh, blue chippers, four stars on the defensive side. Of the yeah, I, I mean, look, 
I, I, it would be great if you could finish by by flipping Gabe Relaford. It would yeah. be great if you could flip Terry Bussey. I think you're going to get one of the two. I don't know which one. I, I don't think you flip three kids from AM. I, I just that would be what that would be an all timer. What, what, what do you think about Draylon Miller? But Draylon wouldn't be an outright flip. I think Draylon was going to decommit regardless. Now, um, I think if Draylon comes to LSU, then we're working with Greece. On the defensive side of things, you don't have enough defensive tackles. And you know what, yeah. Carter? I went stupid tonight on my show. I am, I am so tired of there being excuse like excuses. Yeah. Yeah, our, our defensive tackle play is just not where it needs to be. I Carter, it was bad last year. A five eleven Makai Wingo saved you. Yeah, I highly recommend everyone rewatch the Army game. You can watch my film study. I pointed this out a gazillion times. The defensive tackle play versus Army, there were some good plays, but there were some god-awful missed tackles uh, right at the line of scrimmage. That was against Army. Well, um, it's an me, issue. You watch a lot of film. You break down a lot of film. Have you seen Mason Smith use a swim move or anything else besides a bull rush all year long? I I I did. He he had a really nice one versus Army to to help split a triple team. Uh, was he to swim or was he just trying to split a double team? There's a difference. No, no. Like one on one, man on man. So I was going to get to that. All right. So he had one, and we actually just broke this. Uh, we actually just showed a a film review. Oh, okay. So he did, but. And he had the guard beat, but Ovia Gufu swam, moved to the inside, and they were both going through the B gap at the same time, and they hit each other. Oh, no. And and it's it's simple stuff. Okay, this is if you want to be a smarter football fan, this is one thing you'd never want to happen defensively. You don't want two people in the same gap. It's that simple. She's All right. Well, if you if you want to use that kind of reference, you know, if you were trying to uh Double T, if you were in that position, you don't want to. <laughs> I mean, so, so many, you, you, you want to use two different, uh, yeah, Sources so the penetration, right? Yeah, you want to, if that's what, if that's what you want, if that's what you, if that's the vigilation, you, you, you need Blake go right on ahead, man. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't, uh, well, I mean, I don't know, there's different people with different cultures, they, they might want that, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, no, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know about it. Uh, yeah, I, but the the truth is, you don't want to. You don't want people going through the same gap. You just don't. Um, but and, you get what I'm trying to say. Like, right. I mean, they they've been so bad. So, in reference to the question of the super chat, Carter. Yeah. Yes, I do. I do believe that this class has a lot of talent in it. I also believe it. It's not complete, and. My God's honest opinion is is what the struggle you, you flip lines of scrimmage where you're struggling at. It's all you did. And, and you know, I, I don't even think that it's a Brian it started with Brian Kelly. I think it started with O. Really? You know, yeah. O missed on a lot. I, I mean, look, yeah. you weren't a you weren't in a position to get anybody else besides Quincy Wiggins. Yeah. Um, that's true. That is 
unequivocally. And he had. And what about what's up with Quincy? I He's mean, not, say it, say it. I, I, I wonder if he can play here. That, and I sometimes wonder if that golf cart incident changed everything uh, for him. Well, what in the golf cart? Remember? Well, what was it? It was he no. Got, he got flat out hit. Oh, it was a scooter. Yeah, I heard he got. I, I didn't. I didn't. I've never seen. Oh, the video. yeah, the video was bad. He like flipped like three times in the air. That ain't <sighs> messed him up. They, he broke his hand. That's all he broke. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I don't know, uh, but yeah, you know, I to 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 the Orgeron thing, going from a three four to the four three was never the the right thing, and then Eco, who's who's in the well, NFL and now, especially yeah. not as quickly as he did. He he did it right. abruptly. He didn't even do yeah. it through recruiting. Yeah, it was. Hey, everyone, we're going to change the complete style of play, right? And then I do think. And you can see it, you know, technique-wise. I, I do think, you know, let's take someone like Mason Smith, where it's fresh in Only year. for you to go back to uh, odd man front with Kelly. Right. And I think part of House's issue is, like, at, at Kentucky, House ran the Aranda front. He had a huge freaking nose tackle and two four eyes more often than not. Uh-huh. Sometimes, sometimes there were fives and all that, but that's that's what they did. And, you know, we have a bunch of tweeners. We have a bunch of guys that aren't quite those types of players or more 4-3, if you really think about it, than they are 3-4. And, Blake, there's just a lot of just bizarre things, right? Mm-hmm. We've still not really understood Savian Jones lining up a yard and a half off the football. Uh, the, I, I get why you do that, but it's not been effective. Um, it just, it just seems like week to week, it's an issue. And I, I talked about this, uh, earlier, uh, my buddy Dave Bartu, who, who ranks, mm-hmm. he, he, he consults, I'm sure you saw this tweet earlier. Um, Dave was one of my really good friends known Dave for, since I've been doing radio stuff. So well over a decade, he actually consults on, on coaching searches and he has no ties to LSU. There's no reason for him. To, to hate LSU for any stretch of the imagination. He talks to me all the time. Hell, he has the LSU defensive staff as a bottom five defensive staff uh, in the entire country. And Where that happened last year. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll ask him. I can him. name five defensive staffs that's worse than yours, than worse than ours. Let's hear it. Who's, who's got who's, uh, he, USC, USC, Washington. Uh, Colorado, that's three just in the pack. Let's move to the Big 12. Those um, are worse, worse defenses. Yeah, I know. Carter, but, you don't think USC's defensive staff is worse than ours? I, I, I'll i say this. Is USC's defense worse than LSU's defense? I think they're about the same. I think so. I mean, I think. No, they've been worse than us, Carter. They've been worse than us. They've been a bit. They've been abysmal. No, they've been pretty bad. South Carolina's been bad. Vandy's been bad. Um, let me think. Uh, let me ask you this: Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, dude. I don't know how they're winning football games. Southern Carolina. Let me let me let me let me ask you this while it's on my mind. Okay. Um. I've gotten to know a little bit more about Patrick Hill, the assistant defensive line coach at LSU, right? Yeah, Tulane. And, 
and no, no, Colorado. Um, he went to Colorado and then he got an NFL job. So he's not even at Colorado. Anymore. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, you know, you know, Jamar Kane really well. Okay. Would this LSU defense be this bad if Jamar Kane was still on the staff? Not this front. No. So you would think that they would be. Yeah. Because you know what the film told me? What? The film told me like, Hey, don't do what Madhouse is telling you when it comes to pass rushing down. Do you listen to me? Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, he didn't. And Carter, how do you get this bad from pass rush? I mean, you weren't this bad. I mean, in I know that, you know, 18 last year changed a lot of things, but how many times it's uh, how many sacks did Savion Jones have last year? Like four? I think I'm pretty sure I, Savion Jones had four sacks last year. He had more than Ali Gay. But you were not bad at getting after the quarterback at all last year. What changed? Jamar Kane. I, I like Jamar a lot. I did. Um, I, sh- I shared a story about a, an Oklahoma source of mine. And he said, hey, you know, he wasn't a big the, – the, the Oklahoma guy wasn't a big Kerry Cooks guy, but he was a big Jamar Kane guy. Uh, so I agree. I think our defensive line would be better. Just also simply, Blake, Jimmy Lindsey not being there with his health situation, but more so just having the same defensive line coach for two consecutive seasons would be nice. Uh, it, it's hard uh, to have a different defensive line coach in four consecutive seasons. Let's go to Danny Girl. We knew about the safety concerns uh, starting the season, but Blake, at the offseason practices, were there concerns about the defensive line play? How did oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Carter, how many times did that – I mean, Carter, how many times did me and you during the non-playing portion of the year, everybody kept talking about the secondary, and me and you were having conversations on Mondays, and I was saying, bro, this D-line's not good. Yeah, they they – I mean, that was my biggest complaint. They don't shed blocks. They don't don't shed blocks. Yeah. Think about this. Six weeks ago, this this LSU secondary is ranked 120th out of 130 schools. They're at like 80 or 79 now. They have not been bad the last six weeks. They've not been bad, bad like bad, bad. No, I agree. They they've your not rush, been. Your rush no. defense has been abysmal. Yeah. No, I I I do mostly agree that we've seen some positive regression. Um, uh, with uh, or, or some progression for um, uh, the, the LSU secondary, some not a lot. Um, Thanks, I, think, chat. I, I, I think I think it's a huge bonus that Denver Harris has not been playing. Um, well, they've gotten better since he hadn't been. Exactly. I, I, Andrews Chestnut. I, I mean, I Carter, you have two converted safety. I asked you this on Monday. If I would have came on the show on Monday and me and you were talking, I would have said they only give up 219 passing yards and no passing touchdowns to Jalen Milrow. You would think we probably win by 10 points. I know you would have. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because that was the biggest concern. But, Connor, here's my question. So I called for it again tonight. You know what I'm doing on Saturday? What's that? I am sending, pun intended, I am sending the house in pressure all night long. He's not going to do it. 
No. But you know what I can live with? I can live with two converted safeties on the boundary getting beat more than I can stand you not at least attempting to get the quarterback on the ground. I'm with you. Um one 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 thing that 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 I found to be so interesting is and and when when you get off I'll I'll play this uh, a little bit later. It was amazing how bad Milrow was throwing the football on Saturday. It was he was, was below average. Yeah, I, and, and and this will get clipped by the Alabama people saying I'm a hater. I've said a million times Milrow that was up there is one of the best, you know, QB running performances. It's definitely the best QB running performance since Cam in in 2010. On us for sure. Yes, it's on us. Mm-hmm. But his throws were so bad. He so missed bad. Nye, he missed Nye Black for an easy touchdown one on one versus Omar Spates. He had Isaiah Bond wide open, and and these were he was open seven like eleven man. He was ne- ne- nobody was going to catch him. Jamar Chase open. I love it. But yeah. it wasn't just airmail. Like, it wasn't close. Carter, and, he threw it to the three rows into the stand. Yeah, see, I, I was like, <laughs> what What are you What are you uh, doing? Uh, why do we have to suck um, so bad on defense? Carter, we'd we be in national title contention. That's what that's what bugs yeah. the crap out of me. They, 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 would have, they would have one loss right now. If, yeah, Florida State. Yeah, and if mm-hmm. Denver Harris makes – that one third and eleven tackle up by nine. Well, if I don't even you, do something like Carter, even if you get off the field ten percent more on third down, if you get off on off the field on ten percent more on third down against Alabama, you're gonna win. Yeah, you're gonna win. That's that's the thing that drives me crazy. Milrow had three three and seven plus third down runs for first downs. And yeah. one drive. No QB spies, man. No, no, no spies, man. I would have taken M- Melissa McCarthy as a spy. Those, those are good movies too. Well, well, I would, yeah. I would have taken anything. I would have used Kim, Kim Possible. She's a Kim spy. Possible. The powder you know, like, and I would, Lee, go Tomb Raider. Do something. Rin ten ten. Carter, did you uh, see that PFF stat that when they blitzed Milrow on third down, what what the stats were? Did you oh, see wait. that? No, no, I didn't. LSU blitzed on third on passing downs against Milrow four times. They sacked him twice, Parrish and the first sack of the game with, I Perkins. think it was Ovi and Perkins. Yeah. yeah. The other two, Milrow hit the one pass, the dump-off pass to the running back, okay? Yeah. That was lucky. I was oh, actually, it was just a good play by them. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it was just a busted play. I mean, it's going to happen yeah. against a team like Alabama. Yeah, and he threw the ball into the stands when Bond was wide open. And what did they do the other times? Rush four, run right by him, give him a a rushing lane the size of the straight of Gibraltar, and just I, let him go. I'm, can I just be real with you? I am dumbfounded. I am dumbfounded that they that they allowed that to happen. Yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, you're winning 28 to 21, right? Everything went like according to how you wanted it to go, right? You started off the game 7 to 0, fast start. 
They were clunky on offense. You give up bad third downs. Second half, you start off the game once again, 70-0, so 28-21. They have clunky first and second downs, and you bail them out just on third down scrambles. Uh, You know, Arkansas held them to 21 points. Tennessee held them to 27 points. I mean, mean, they're they're, – Not Oklahoma. You mean Texas? No, Tennessee held them to to, – Oh, you said uh, Oklahoma. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's absurd, absolutely absurd. Um, it's got a player. Gina, I will not be. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yes. Go ahead. Play more one high. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Once, once it got to the point where you know his throws were just all over the place, I would have been. Man to man, lockdown yeah. on the outside, play single high and blitz his ass all night. Yeah, I would have. I would have started doing that. Carter, uh, how do how? Here's a how. I, I'm gonna say the worst thing I've ever said about Brian Kelly. You ready? How are you making? If you if we're gonna go Dabo, you know I'm gonna go Tyler and Stevensburg or whatever it is. <laughs> Spartanburg, man. That's why it's hard to Tyler and Spartanburg. Yeah. How do you? have that much experience and not know to do that. I, I, I think it's I just as much on him as it is house. I agree. I agree. Ultimately you, you've got to not let that very simple thing happen because here's the thing. And, th- and this is, you know, the big benefit of having, you know, Jaden as your quarterback, the most efficient play in football is a quarterback scramble for Mm -hmm. a lot of different reasons. Okay. The first is it's a tiring play because your defense, Mm -hmm. what is a scramble? A scramble is essentially when, you know, the defense does its job at the initial point of the play, nothing's really open, but you take off and run. So it's a longer play just in general. It's a more exhausting play. The second thing with a scramble, what's up, Ben? Second thing with a scramble is, it is a very efficient play because there is no turnover, right? There's no fumble. There's no interception. There's no drops. You're not forcing an exchange of the football, right? That's why it becomes very inefficient. So there you go. Blake, if you got to go, no, if you got to go, if you got to go, 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 go take care of Ben. Big Ben. God, that kid's a, that kid's a tank. Say hey to Uncle Carter. Say, hey, Mr. Carter. <laughs> Tell me, where have you been? We've been hustling. We've been grinding. We've been up to no good. Hey, Mr. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, time to go lay down. <laughs> All right. No, Blake, All you right. gotta go. You gotta go, man. Uh, can you just bring me down? I'll come right back. Yeah, go on. Go, go do what you gotta do, man. He wants to come back. That's fine. Always good. Gina's back. What's up, Gina? Blake Carter will be at the game. I I, I offered Blake uh to to go with me uh to the game. I I had an extra ticket. I was like, hey, do you want to go? He said he couldn't. I don't know, Gina. Uh, like I said a little bit earlier, I was lucky enough to have a viewer send me tickets. 
He's not able to go. He had another engagement. I wasn't going to go, right? Um, but now I feel bad with these tickets to not go. And I like going to games because I'm able to pick up on some things that I'm not able to see uh, watching from home. And I also get to go hang out with you guys, right? And that's the main thing, right? Not getting to live in Baton Rouge just yet. But, yeah. Um, probably going to take my, my cuzzo. See here. Yeah, Danny, it's right. You know, if you're if you're getting the big bucks, there you go. All right, Blake, uh, your thoughts on the uh, offensive line in their struggles versus Alabama? Were you shocked? I'm see. I disagree with you. Okay. I I went back and watched it after you said it on Monday. I don't think that he played bad. Will uh, Howard? I don't always call him Will Howard. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think Campbell played bad. The only, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I won't say I won't say he played bad. Okay. But that was to me his worst game of the season. Would you agree? I can't think of a, a worse game, but he's I mean, never had a bad game. He's I never still, had a bad I'd game. I'd still give him a B B uh B B plus. I'd be I'd I'd probably put him around this I'd probably put him around to see. But he wasn't the worst offensive lineman, right? No, I, I mean, but here's here's another thing, Carter, that I'd say to that. Okay. When you're dropping back as much as they did in the first half, Carter, they dropped back what was it, 32 times in the first half? It was a lot. Okay, Jaden just scrambled on what tw- uh, thirteen of them. Like, I-, I mean, Carter, you're gonna give up sacks when you're when you're pass blocking that much. I- I- I'm sorry, you're not gonna look good. I don't think they look bad in the running game. How many times did Logan Diggs get some push? Everybody's like, well, he didn't run for over five yards of carry. He had five carries. Yeah, and like the home run hitting stuff's not really his game either. No, no, no yeah. we don't have a home run hitter at the at, for for a running back. I mean, I think you do, but you're not playing him, right? Um, um, I don't think they play bad now. Charles Turner, you can you can't have that much experience and have that many snap infractions. The second one was the second one they called on him was ass. Carter, you know how many times they pick up the ball and move it forward? It happens every play. Just every watch. Time. Especially on QB sneaks. You Especially can see it. They'll, they'll move it, they'll move it past the line to gain. Yeah, they will. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah, they if will. You, that's old. That's all. Actually, and if they were if they were going to be smart, you don't pick it up. You just slide it. So when yes. you squat, you slide so it doesn't look like they won't call it on you, right? My favorite one was Charles Turner versus Ole Miss. He scooted it up, and the ball was literally on the goal line. And I was like, "I love it! I love it!" I don't oh, mind. God. I don't mind the snaps if the snap is from the knee to the chest. I don't mind that. Uh, I, he didn't snap bad. He he didn't have. He wasn't great, but he didn't snap bad. Now I'm going to ask you a difficult question. This is the hardest question. You Would can I ask. pull Charles Turner? No, oh. I, I 
I, I think Charles deserves to be the guy. He had a bad game. You mm-hmm. live with it. Um, and once again, Will has been lights the freak out. He is going to end up being more than likely the best left tackle to ever play at LSU. Let me get into more than Whitworth. It'll be between those two. I think Will is that good. I do. Um, now Will won't play all four years, so so it's gonna be different. No. Well, but, you don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, he. I mean, honestly, I could see him playing all four years because, I mean. He's already one of the most popular players to ever play at LSU, especially for offensive linemen. Yeah. Right. Um, What's the difficult question? I don't know if I want to ask it. Ask it. I don't. I don't think you can handle it because there's few people that love this man as much as me, and and it's you. Do you play Jaden on Saturday? If he clears protocol. I agree, but I it's 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 one of those things. Does he want to play? Of course he wants to play. Okay. I, I'm not telling a Heisman contender who's trying to go after a Heisman if he clears protocol not to play. Because I still think he can win it. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh no, he's going for something. He's going for something. If this team and fan this fan base owes him after what they called for him last year, that if he wants to go out there and do it, a, a second concussion is not going to push him out of the first round. I mean, we've seen Tua, we've seen Tua take, like, have to get his whole hip replaced. I mean, Tua had two of the worst concussions you'll ever see and is now the leading passer in the NFL, I think, in passing yards. Here, Here's my thing, is – the way I normally feel about the the concussion thing is if you do have one, I normally am not in favor of a player playing the next week. Um that that's just always kind of kind of been what where I am. What are the statistics behind a guy getting a, a concussion in the next game if he plays? Like what's the industry norm? What's the, you know, like how bad was the concussion? That's the hard I thing. Was, I was told that he passed. He passed like two steps. I was told this by people. He passed two steps before he got on the plane back to Tus- back to Baton Rouge from Tuscaloosa. Yeah, um, I, I I'll I'll say this. Obviously, there are different severities of concussions, but we're still learning about them. Right? It's a little bit right. different than. Like, you know, like a torn ACL or just a knee or an ankle is a little bit more black and white, right? A concussion is just, you know, it's, 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 it's fluid, right? You know, you could feel days one day and then the next, you know, you, you feel fine, right? And it's just, it's just tough. It's your mind, right? You can't live without that. So I, I think, I think, if he wants to play and he's cleared to play, you play him. But, you know, there there is a piece of me that that finds it, you know, uh scary because, you know, you're you're you've always been a big Jaden defender. I've always been a big uh Jaden defender. Obviously, you know, he had his flaws last year and we had a defense that could carry us through some some victories and we that favor has been reciprocated by Jaden tenfold uh this year. 
personally, I want him to play because there are still people out there that think, hey, it's it's better if he doesn't so we can get Garrett Nussmeyer ready for the next year. I, I strongly disagree. I hate that. I hate that argument so much. I, I, I think it would be nice for Nuss to get a start, but it would be nicer for LSU to be in New York City, not necessarily even winning the award, being in New York City. What's better for Bryce Underwood, Garrett Nussmeyer playing or Jane Daniels being up in the podium in New York? Which is going to be my next point. You see, look at uh-huh. that. Somebody else's. Um, it's it's being a Heisman finalist because it's cool. I you you know LSU is going to do something with the Times Square billboards and it's the photo shoots. It's all the shit that goes along with it. It's because um, Carter, you know what happens to generations like my son Ben who just came in here. Yeah, what's that? Hey, I looked up to Joe Burrow. I looked up to Jane Daniels. I want I you know I wanted to be like them. Now right. that goes from a Louisiana state line to it goes national. Okay. And, and here's the thing about Nussmeyer. All right. People saying that about Nussmeyer. Oh, I want to see Nussmeyer play. So, you know, we, he gets some reps going into next year. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, then you're thinking about yourself. And then you're thinking about what you want to look like for next year because you want your team to look good. But Jane Daniels has laid everything on the line for you every week. Carter, he's had multiple performances where he's had to be perfect for you to remotely be in the game. Carter, there was a time that he had a perfect QBR. In five games through 20 throws, he damn near had a perfect QBR. Ole Miss, Missouri, Arkansas. I I mean, that's just to name a few. Alabama in the first half. So then I look at this and say, if he wants to go for the Heisman, shut the – <laughs> I, mean, I, I I I will I will I will I will say this. Okay, did did speak to uh, somebody close to the Nussmeyers. Okay, um, and then also spoke to somebody close uh, to to Florida. Um, you know, the Nussmeyers have history with the Florida Gator program. Right. They, they, they right. there is a very. I won't, I won't get into all the the minutia there. But if there, if there was a game that, that, that he wouldn't want to see his son go out there and win versus an SEC team, it would be uh, this team. So just long story short, he was a coordinator there, and it just – I won't go any further. But, um, but yeah, it's uh, – I, I want Jaden to start. I, I just do. I like both of them, but I want Jaden to start and finish his game. I, I don't – like even last year, Carter, I didn't think Nussmeyer was ready. And you know what's so funny to me? I'm just because I quote tweeted him. I feel like I can say it. You got Scott Rabelais on Twitter saying if if Gary Nussmeyer doesn't get more accurate, they're going after someone in the portal. That's not why they're going after someone in the portal. Just so you know, we're all on the same page here. Yeah, he's thrown in an impossible situation. Jane Daniels threw the ball Carter last year for 80 yards against Auburn. 80. 80. 80. And now there's a really good chance that he might not win it because of the losses. There's a chance he's going to be up at that stage. Right. Hot take. Okay. I, I thought I thought Garrett was good versus Alabama. I, I did really too. Did. I didn't think he was <laughs> I don't like I I, I one I, throw I, that he had on the that remember the Mason uh Mason Taylor wheel route? Yeah, that was yeah. 
that's on him. Yeah. It's a massive miss because he's got he's got too high in that whole situation. And why would why would Mason Taylor run a wheel route if he's got too high? Well, pre-snap, they they I'm trying to remember the play, but it was a bad throw. Um, but the throw to Malik Neighbors on fourth and eight was that's, stupid, stupid good. Now, that's yeah, as good right. as you get, that's as good as you could have placed that football. Also and, on and that dropped it. And also on that drive, okay. Just want to put this out here, okay. Malik was the only receiver who really had a great game. All right. Malik was so, so. Bro, BTJ got locked up. Yeah, he got locked up, struggle blocking. Um, Malik had no legs on the final nuts drive. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and that doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah, that was part of the reason for the drop. If you actually watch Malik on that drive, he had nothing. Yeah, there was very yeah, little. You could tell he was gassed. Like it was, it was, mm-hmm. and I understand that should be no excuse for a drop or whatever. But he, he, he had gotten clobbered on another nest throw. Actually, got two big hits uh, on, on that drive. It was just an impossible situation for for both of them. Let's go to Danny Girl. on defense. Clear the benches of freshmen and figure out now who your players are for next season instead of game five next season. That's Where's the why? There is not. I'm telling you, Danny. Danny's been. Danny's yeah, been. I don't. I don't know if I clear the benches, but I get what she's saying. I mean, like, I, there's not a lot there. You're like me. You're a Toviano guy. Not at the boundary, I wouldn't. But he didn't do bad, and you know what? People clowned him for getting run over, but he did exactly what he needed to do. I don't care what you what it looks like if you do exactly what you need to do. Now he had. Arguably the worst contained path to the on that first Jalen Milrow touchdown. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. But he's a true freshman. How many times are we? Can I, can I ask you a question? How many times are we going to give that excuse? I I will I will give it to him on the very if it's an if it's the first. Is this first his first time ever, ever playing football in the history of football? No, but and it's not I, his first time playing that position. No, you're right. You can't give up contain that easy. No, you cannot give up contain. That is not a that, that's one mistake a freshman cannot is not allowed. You no. Uh-uh. BTJ needs to come back. Says Carlos. Uh, that's a hot one. Can he can he make I don't think he's going to be able to do anything that can make him more money. I've not seen the 2025 receiver class yet. That's it. I'm not. You mean like the draft board? Yeah. So like Luther Burden would be ahead of him. Like it wouldn't even be a question. And then I guess it would be who else? One thing to keep in mind though, Carvis, and the, the receivers know this. And I, so just a little background. When I was in press boxes, when I was in the media, so the way they would do it is they would put on the back row, like the non like traditional media, which was me, and they'd put the NFL scouts all on like the back, back row of the press box. I would sit next to these people and I'm still, I still know some of them. And one thing that's big with them and big with more so the fantasy football community is early declares, right? That he is a year three guy. 
And normally you don't at receiver or running back, you don't want to spend more than three years. Now it's not the end of the world. You know, Chris Olave wasn't an early declare. It's not the end of the world. Um, Neither was Michael Thomas. I don't think speaking of the devil, you, you can, you can, you can, you can say, I mean, you could stay four years and, and still be. Yeah, but the question becomes, can he get himself above them? Like can can he? I mean, can he get himself to the first round? Probably, maybe. But I'm I'm just trying to. I'm, I I I've not looked at the 2025 receiver class. The only guy. I yeah, I don't think the only know. guy a gazillion percent that would be ahead of him would be Luther Burton. The only guy. But right now he was wide receiver number six, um, on 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 most well on the athletic board. Um, Dane Brugler, uh, who's really well connected. And I was kind of shocked to see him that high, right? It was Malik, Adunzi, Keon Coleman, and Marvin Harrison. And then BTJ was in the mix with uh, uh, another Ohio State guy and somebody else. So um, uh, I think Jalen Polk, Luther Burden, um, Let me see. Oh, that kid McMillan. That kid McMillan at Arizona. He'll be above Oh, him. yeah. The, yeah, he'll be above him. Territorial. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, that's about it on the sophomores. So he'd be four or five, you know. Yeah, and he's no and better. Then, he's no better than fifth. It, it is impossible for him to move ahead of fifth. Impossible. He's never getting ahead of a Doonesy, he's never getting ahead of Marvin, he's never getting ahead of Malik, and he's never getting ahead of Keon Coleman. It would be impossible for him to leap them. Yeah, like um, even that kid Joey Herb Hobart at um uh Texas State with TJ Finley. Like even him, like even him. I, I don't think he gets above him. I, I really don't. Have you seen Texas State play, by the way, with TJ Finley? Not since the Baylor upset. No. Bro TJ. I'm happy for TJ. Go TJ. That's my TJ. Uh, Roby wants more playing time. Yeah. Well, you you actually you actually know Womack. Mm -hmm. You 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 were the well. you were the you were the reason he went to LSU. He told me he <laughs> he told me that. Shut up. Um, he, he, said, he said after the announcement, he said, "Hey, Power LSU, I saw you in there," and and he said, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm um he needs to play. Yeah, I, I mean." The reason I haven't been screaming for him and others have is because I think people would know why I'd be saying it. I'd be putting the kid out to dry. Oh, because you're you're the Womack yeah. guy. Yeah. I got the Womack, as the commercial says. I mean, play him, don't play him. I, I mean, he <laughs> – I don't like calling out players like this, but let me, let me give it – why in the hell are we taking out Braden Swenson for Ovia Gofo? Carter, Ovi is so bad. Disagree for this. Carter, he's getting demolished by tight ends. Okay. I'm an Ovi defender. He's been on this channel, so I'll, I'll say that. So, yeah, uh, maybe I'm going to defend him to a certain degree. I will <laughs> say, I will say, one role where he dominated, and we did this versus Auburn, and I don't think we've really done it since, is we actually put him head up over the center, and 
he not not on pure rushing downs. We don't. Yes, he yes against Auburn. He 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 he. Forced- I'm talking about historically. Like we're not against Bama. We're not doing that against Mizzou. We didn't do that. That's what I'm saying. When we did it versus Auburn, he got immediate pressure up the middle. Immediate. I'm talking and about overall. Off the edge, Swinson has so been better. Swinson. Yeah, no, Swinson's been a better edge rusher. But I'll also Kobe say. it's not good in, in run game either. Carter, they put a tight end on him all game long, and he got pushed around. I will, I will also say this, though. Swinson made some really big errors. Uh, so did in your thing, Ovi didn't? No, he did, but I, I'm telling you, Swinson, Swinson made, made some made some big mistakes. Not more than Ovi. Uh, Swinson ran by. I don't know how many more times I was going to count Swinson running by. How many times did Harold Perkins run by somebody? I've. You're telling Noah about the flood over here. All, all right. Yeah. I mean, I, I and it goes back to what we're saying, right? Well, if, even if you're going to play him, why are you rushing Ovi? It, it, I, even if I conceded my point and went and putting him in early first and second downs, why isn't Swenson coming in on third down? Ovi Agofu is not a good pass rusher either. Yeah, he's not. He's not a bender. He's definitely not a bender. I agree with that. And we're not um, talking about style bender either. Remember that? Yeah, show oh God, yeah, no, we, didn't, we didn't need the graphics. We didn't need. <laughs> we didn't need the- now that they, 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 they they're like, wait, is Blake trying to do the the whipping name? Water power, water power, uh, firepower. The last Airbender, I love it. Huh? <laughs> uh, a few more uh, for for. Oh, Cole, please, man, come on, Cole, you're better than this. You're better than this. They're not even close to being the same type of quarterback. Yeah, one's a statue, one runs a 4-4. Anthony Richardson is the most, probably the most athletic quarterback. Arm strength and speed mixture. Definitely up there with like. TJ out there balling. But TJ can spin. TJ can spin. Um, Next, um. I, I, I think Florida covers Saturday night. I too. Line going and it's, and it's raining. Line jumps from 12 and a half to 14. What do they know that we don't? That's what I'm saying. Like what? Well, my so you know Bill King. Uh, I've never, I've well, never, I, I think I've met Bill once at SEC. But I, but you know who I'm talking about. Big right. time, long time national radio guy. College football. Uh, he's kind of gotten into some college baseball. Dude, he said that he bets. So this is so, – he won't mind me saying this. Every time Brian Kelly has a loss, the next week he picks him to win and cover. And he's covered Notre Dame like – He's a big Notre Dame guy. Him and Brian, so Brian Kelly, get this on Bill on the Bill King show to tell you how close they are. He called. Did you know Brian Kelly like does not who does not do radio? Name a name a radio, not like Dan Patrick or whatever. He doesn't go on radio shows, right? He did when he was first hired, but for the most part, yes, you're but, right. But it's not like you know. 
Yeah, yeah. He calls Brian. He, Brian Kelly goes up to Bill King when he's on air. He's doing it at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Okay. Bill, he comes over to Bill. He says, hey, Bill, what's going on? How you been doing? Yada, 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 yada. Sits down with him and said, just want to let you know I'm going to be calling offensive plays next year. Like, that's how close that, like they are, okay? And he said, look, people just always take Kelly after a loss because he's so good. Like, so okay. take, BK, take BK to cover. But I don't, I, I don't agree with this, though. Car, I, I just don't understand. Like, I, I just don't un, like. I, I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand how you can be that bad on defense. I, I don't get it. Not with. I, I don't get it. I'll tell and, you. And then there comes a point too, Carter. Like, I, I just asked the question. Like, I, I've heard the excuse a couple times. They don't know the defense. Well, how long is it going to take you to understand the defense? All of you have been here. And some of it, Blake, is just common sense stuff. I mean, yeah, Brandon Taylor on, he told you the same thing, right? It's yeah. Just somebody, somebody, somebody do something. Do your job. And if it's time for you to make a play, go make a play. We've not mentioned, and and, we, and honestly, you know, this is why the LSU defense is so tough, is I can have you on here. We can go on your show. I can go on your show every week. There's always something else when you rewatch them. We've not even mentioned Sage Ryan's name. We, we've not even. Uh, you know, there's just so much it's, it's rot. It is, uh, it, it's, 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 it's an issue. Uh, LSU and Notre Dame in a bowl game. I hope we see it. I hope we see oh, it. Oh, we're go I'm going, me and, me and Joe are going. Got, gotta have it. Yeah. Me and uh, Joe, me and Joe already made a pact that if Notre Dame and LSU play, we're going. And you know, you know what it takes for me to get to a game. Joe Wait, Joe, you and Joe Burrow? Good. No, uh, De Leon. Oh, yeah, Burrow's, yeah, yeah. Burrow's going to be in the playoffs, and he's going to be, you know, like getting ready for a Super Bowl. Yeah, you don't want to text him up. You know. Um, what what does the um does the baseball permanent opponent mean anything? It's not as big of a deal as like in in. Hold in on, football, hold right? on, hold on, hold on. Uh, did you see this? The uh, oh, I can't share it. They basically just went. They basically went, went like counterclockwise on who the permanent opponents were. So, what like, do you mean? so you know, like how on the map, on like the map of the teams, if you put the map like the teams where the maps are, A and M is A and M's the closest to LSU, okay, in Texas, okay, from okay. the so A and M is a permanent rival of LSU. The closest school to LSU. East is Mississippi State, and they did that everywhere else. Oh, that's why they did it. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that is interesting. Yeah. They and so, which then begged the question: You ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess who I guess who I think uh, have they named officially the permanent opponents for LSU? Uh, for football, no, they we won't know that, and actually until probably next off season. Okay. Do you know that they're probably going to do that again? LSU's maybe they'll get they'll give them Alabama. I'm trying to see this. They, this. Went, they went clockwise. Like if you do a map, okay. Send me the map. I'll put it up on the screen. Okay. Now I got to go find it. Send it to uh, me in Twitter. Twitter DM. I'll put it up because I, I I'm. Just, you know, scheduling is my favorite thing in sports. Uh, is it it's really? my, 
yeah, I'm I'm a schedule nerd, man. It's the mo- it's the most important thing. Um, right, watch, I I just I just I just sent it to your Power Hour LSU on Twitter. Okay. All right. I've got. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So it's a SEC US. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. Okay, that makes sense now. That, that is that so that's so damn fascinating. <laughs> that is so cool. How so, about that? So, Old so, Miss's permanent opponent is Arkansas and um Mississippi State. Arkansas's permanent opponent is um um Ole Miss and Missouri. Then it's who did Oklahoma get? Hold on, let me let me find this. Missouri and Texas, right? Or Missouri and Texas, that's right. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Auburn is Alabama, Georgia. Georgia's is Auburn and Florida. Then you got South Carolina. You know, I mean, you get the you get the gist here, right? That like, is so gist. crazy. And then Alabama gets Vandy and Auburn, which is can be what some would believe because if they people, I mean, Auburn is constantly a playoff team. That that could be the toughest. That Alabama was the one that got the toughest um, uh, slate here because LSU, Mississippi State's been down for a couple of years now, and A and M. I don't worry about A and M. If yeah, LSU yeah. is going to get two permanent opponents, these are probably the best two permanent opponents that I would want. Not name Missouri, right? So once again, this is a baseball permanent schedule, right? That and, so- and Georgia, Georgia got screwed. Georgia's got Auburn and Florida. They got screwed. Oh, is Auburn good at baseball? I, they've, I mean, they made the College World Series two years ago. They were in uh, either the regional or super regional, I forget, last year. Okay. They hosted their own regional and got bounced in it. Um, so they they were top, they're top 16 team every single year, dude. Like they're a good baseball team. They're like Auburn is like what LSU is, but with what LSU is in football without the national titles. Like they're they're scrappy, they're good. And Wes Johnson, who's a pitching coach at Georgia, you're like, hey, good luck. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because you play a lot of weekends yeah, yeah, in college baseball. Like yeah. you're gonna play AM and Mississippi State anyway. So playing like I, I mean, it doesn't really matter in baseball. I I, I, lo- I love Alex. I, I, there and is you know what it's it's the fairest thing you can do. Yeah, nobody tra- can complain. Tra- well, travel actually does matter in baseball because you know the Sunday you play the Sunday game and getting back at a certain time, especially if you have some midweek games, is so paramount, right? Like, yeah, I mean. Right, you know, it's it's it's. It, I I don't think I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it was a big story um, today. Are you a twelve team playoff guy? No, I already told you that. Well, the people didn't know that uh, when you were on radio. I, I mean, look, it would help us this year. I don't care about helping us. No, it wouldn't. We ain't gonna be no top twelve team. We're not going to be a top 12 team going into that playoff. We'd have to be a top 11 team, and we're not going to be there. Nope. 
So, no, I, I think I like the 14 playoff. I have for a long time. I mean, do I like that there's going to be more games? Yes, but this year's not a good year to probably make this debate because of how there's not like one team that's super dominant. But last year, I, I don't need to see Georgia playing Rudy Poot. What what would realistically happen, Carter, if Tulane, who it would have been, goes to Athens? They're going to kill somebody. It, it you Tulane would play. Well, actually, it's worse. Actually, it would have been. It would have been Tulane versus Alabama. Let's say Tulane was a 12 seed. It would have been I, name an SEC school. They're going to get clobbered. Right. It would it would have been cuz Alabama was a 5 and then Tulane would have been the 12. Right. They're going to get been, killed, dude. Yeah. It would have been Tulane versus Bama. <laughs> Could you um, imagine Bryce Young against that secondary? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Get killed. Um but um but yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Blake Rafino, he's got to go to bed. You got get the five a.m. wake up call. No, man, we're off tomorrow. Veterans no, Day. Veterans Day. The whole staff is off. Uh, I I do have some sad. Actually, I'm gonna sleep into a. I'm gonna sleep to a very brisk seven a.m. I am looking forward to sleeping until seven a.m. My daughter, Jewel, is n- my poor baby, man. She's sick, dude. Mm. Oh, man, I got some I got some bad news for you, man. What? I won't be able to do your show Monday night. I was going to just text it to you. I won't be able to. Got a college basketball doubleheader. I'll be on the call, man. Got to get my. You're fine. Get my, I know. Got to get my Mike Breen on, man. You ever done play-by-play before? No, and nor am I. I'd be like, you <laughs> know what I'd be like? like? I'd be like, there goes that hooker dribbling down. <laughs> no, you, you, you know what I do? Good. Somebody hit a shot, you know, I'd be like, bang. Mike Breen, baby. Bang. Dude, I, I, name, I've done a- name a better sound in all of sports other than when he goes, bang. Nothing better, man. Mike Breen. The legend. I've tried since I so I don't have a color commentator, so I got to do the whole thing um, by my lonesome. Um, it's uh, it's fun. I've, I just what games. I it's 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 uh, just just some D two schools. It's 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 some D two uh, JUCOs, and uh, it's it's fun, man. It's a it's it's a lot of fun. I come up with nicknames for the players. And uh, they 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 love it. Oh they, yeah, they, what's your favorite nickname? Oh, we have we have a kid. Okay, actually, I, I spoke to him after the game, so I called a girls' game tonight, and his his name is a uh, Braden Edison. So for years, I did some Pete Thomas Edison. Okay, so you see, you're getting you're getting uh-huh. close. You're getting close. Okay, so I I did I, I light bulb. Look at you! Look at you! Look at you! Let's go! I, I mean, it's it. not that hard to it's not that hard to figure out. I mean, it's just no, you know. no, you got there. Okay, so uh, I I was doing I did I did PA a few of his games last year, and 
you know, when I did PA, I just, I just always had the most fun. And I just, it just rolled off the tongue. I was like, Braden, oh. the light, the, the light bulb Edison and it stuck. So like I'm, I'm friends with him on Facebook and he, his, his whole Facebook page is just people just posting light bulb emojis. And he, is I just, I just want to listen and watch the game. And if hopefully your wife's there saying, Fabray, that's the wrong call. <laughs> but yeah, no. If you if you ever get the chance to do play by play, you should. You I should did it, it one time. I've done play by play one time. I did a football game. Okay. And the head coach. Okay, it was a high school football game, and he was up in the press box. Me and him were just chatting. Okay. Okay. And I would go over the PA. I'd be like, so I do the PA and the oh god, okay, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't really talk. I just it was there was a lot of dead air. I didn't want to be there. They gave me fifty bucks. Okay, so good. I come over the PA. The it's a JV game. This this kid for Bogalusa jumps off sides. No, it's, <laughs> but yeah, it was Bogalusa jumps off sides, and without missing a beat, I go over the PA and go. Neutral zone infraction on the defense, number 56. It'll be five yards, still second down. And he lost it. He goes, listen, you cannot. He's laughing. He's like, neutral zone infraction. No one says neutral zone infraction anymore. You could have dropped any contact. I was like, technically, he didn't make contact, so that's not a true (laughs) offsides penalties. It's a neutral zone infraction. And he stares at me, and he goes, and he walks out, and I never got a call back again. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, so one time, okay, uh, Franklinton's JV team was about to go down and score there on the thirty yard line. They snapped the ball, and this young little quarterback named Terrence McGee. Have you ever heard of him? Oh, he's got a good player, he number eighteen. I go over the PA announcement. I go cover three, and he hits a quick slant for a touchdown. No, you did. You did. You did. You did not diagnose it. Cover. I was like cover three. And go over the PA. Went over the PA with it. He throws a touchdown into the end zone, and, scores, and he points up. I'm like cover three. That is so funny. Oh my god. Because that was actually going to be my next thing. Uh-huh. This has ruined high school football. Is that there's these PA announcers who do play-by-play on the PA. Okay? Like I think that I could do really good. Like, you don't do play-by-play on the PA. Because you could do exactly what you said. Right? Hey, Terrence. <laughs> this, oh, the corner's rolling back. <laughs> rolling a... Uh, they're running a fire zone up front. Well, I, I think it's funny because I would be like, you know, I would be like, I'd I said something one time. I was like, McGee around the left side picks up about nine. That's another demon, and the, I get the crowd to go first down. Let's go. Let's go. That's they, awesome. They paid me fifty bucks to do it, and that was a lot of money back then. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah. So I did PA for a while and then uh, moved over it's, to. Uh, I, don't, I, just, I just don't think it's fun, dude. Uh, 
you got you got to make it fun. I don't know how much fun I'd have like doing uh, like big PA. True story. Okay. Uh, they did a PA tryout for um, I don't remember which LSU team it was, and they didn't like any of the um, participants, uh-huh. so they called me and another guy. I won't say who he does. He does do radio in, in the state of Louisiana, and they had both of us try out head to head. They just said we didn't want any of the other finalists, and I went head to head PA out together, and I was I was. This was like a decade ago. And, oh, wow. And uh, the other guy won. And he was Man. better. I, I'll, I'll say he was, he was better. Uh, I'm not going to – I don't know the school, but I'm thinking of just like North Louisiana schools that you might would do or be able to do. No, it was LSU that – it was LSU that did this. Oh, really? Yeah, it was LSU, LSU a decade ago. I'm pretty sure it was – the sport was uh, – Actually, I won't. I won't say this because I think the guy's still doing it. But yeah, don't don't try to do process of elimination and, and and figure out which one. But he was he was he was he was better than me. Now it wasn't it it wasn't it wasn't Dan it wasn't Dan Bournet because Dan Bournet it was who Ken Lowe hates me. Oh, Ken Lowe? No, Ken Lowe doesn't. Do, wait, does Ken Lowe do Ken PA? Lowe, yeah, Ken, no, he doesn't. But Ken Lowe hates everybody. Hey, uh, did you see what happened? What's going on at Louisiana Tech? Oh, they 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 threw the reporter out. Who used oh, to be man. a player? That was so. That was the dumbest thing. What's he, their record this year? Are they any good? Is Louisiana Tech actually any good? I I have no idea. Me I really, I really. Um, maybe you shouldn't be throwing out media when you suck. But the funny thing is, is like he's not. He's like he's more like me or you. Like he's not like. He 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 says he outright, "I'm a fan of tech, though." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he he's he's not like an actual like journalist journalist. He actually just covers the team fairly, and he's a fan. No, he's on the right. rival side. He's a rec- he's on the recruit he's on the recruiting trail. Yeah, yeah, but like he like a lot of people cover a beat. They don't like the team that they're that they're covering. Yeah, we got a he lot. Loves, of them. He loves Louisiana Tech. We, we got a lot of them. Right. But he loves he actually loves Louisiana Tech. I can't imagine how sad that made him, especially to put him in front of all the players. Well, you gotta, he's I bet you he's embarrassed. Yeah, I'm sure he I'm sure he's not gonna sleep at night. You know, it's it's his own it's his favorite school. But um but yeah, man. We uh we'll we'll work on the schedule so I can be on your channel. I'll bring you on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll do Tuesday. That's all right. AYS Network, check him out. The absolute best there is doing it all. We'll talk soon, Blake. I won't. I don't normally sit here for an hour for anybody, but for you. But Ben's just in there knocking out, waiting for Daddy. Dude. When I when I become a dad, I'm I'm relying on your dad advice. That's it. Don't take it. Okay. okay. Well, actually, I'll ask I Megan. feel like I'm a really good dad. I'll ask Megan. She'll 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 yeah, she'll I be actually, to be a good parent. Dude, kids, man. Awesome. We'll see you. We'll see you Tuesday. All right. Cheers. Baker Fino. Always going long. Um Pegasus says he cusses too much uh for commentating. So as we promised earlier, uh, we did do a part one of the film study. Okay. 
let's do part two and part three. So here's part two. Uh, you know, we had a debate about Braden Swenson. Let me just show you this really quickly. Okay. Now we're bringing a corner blitz and you'll see the same thing, right? Both players kind of run into each other. And when you see the end zone angle, okay, this should have been a touchdown, right? At least we forced Jalen Milrow to actually throw, right? This is a really bad miss. Nyblack had Omar Spates burn pretty badly. So I've referenced this quite a bit in live streams. We hope you come by and check out our live shows on PHL. Um, obviously, we love this team. We just want them to play smarter, okay? Now, you've got to understand your assignment, right? And understand situational football. Braden Swinson has to know that there is a blitzer coming from right here. If he doesn't, that is on the coaching, okay? And it's still potentially on the coaching because this has just happened a lot, right? Um, once again, where two guys are taking up the same gap. Earlier, it was an interior gap. Now it is the outermost gap, okay? The way that this is supposed to work for the defense, okay? Mason Smith, who's in the B gap, goes through the A gap. Swinson, who is in the C gap, needs to go through the B gap, and his job is to occupy Latham so we can get a clean rush from the blitzing corner, okay? And we get exactly what we want. Play action fake takes McClellan out, and there's honestly just no way McClellan could pick up a corner blitz. Toviano did a really good job disguising that he was blitzing, okay? So, take a look at this. Mason Smith does his assignment. He's going through the A-gap. In a perfect world for the offense, Mason Smith gets picked up by the center, the guard picks up Swinson, and Latham picks up the blitzing corner or the running back is able to check to this blitz. But that is not what happens. This is a perfect defensive call right here. All right, so that's part two. So now let's show you part three. Swinson is able to hold Latham, and Latham does not see Toviano. Now, would he eventually have seen Toviano and get a piece of him? It's impossible to know. But the truth here is Alabama, which ha which has had some pass protection issues all season, we just need Swinson to continue this rush, okay, this assignment. Your job is to slant through here, and if he does, we've got Toviano coming from this direction, and I don't think Milrow sees him because he's so locked in on this matchup that he knows is going to work. Nye Black has been an amazing tight end for Alabama this year, in particular on vertical concepts. Watch what happens, okay? Swinson does not carry out his B-gap assignment because it gets squeezed down so tight, he doesn't want to go through there because he wants to go make a play. But this is not his play to make. Automatically, you've got to just keep rushing to the inside and keep occupying Latham as long as you can. But instead, he goes to the outside, okay? And you see it cuts off Toviano, and once again, we're in the same gap. Now, being in the same gap allows Latham to stick with him, wash him upfield, and this was just a plague for the LSU defense that they continued to do throughout this game. Rush 
past the quarterback, okay? We have two guys past the quarterback right now. Milrow, if he wanted to, could have run through here. Would have been tough. Maybe Mason's able to make him sack, but uh, make a sack there. But, you know, you just can't have that happen. This should have been a touchdown, and it would have been on Swinson. Um, but Milrow overshot him, at least for making him throw. But in theory, let's just say this was a touchdown. This should have been a huge sack, a potential strip sack for LSU. We have got to situationally play smarter football, but we don't. So, yes, Jared is right. Latham ended up blocking two players. If we would have just maintained our responsibility, if Swinson continues to go through the B-gap, Maybe Latham doesn't get out there to Toviano. It would have been a difficult block for Latham to get on out there to Toviano. Maybe he does or he doesn't. Look like Milro was locked in on just throwing that ball to Nye Black. We might get a strip sack. We're definitely getting a sack. There's definitely some kind of collision there. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a tough pill to swallow. But that's what I was talking about. You, you you never, ever, 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 ever want to take up the same gap, okay? It is rare that you want that to be the case. Now, as we always do, in the next five to ten minutes, I've had a good live stream tonight. really appreciate it. And we're close to the hundo mark as well. Let's get something else out uh, tonight. The Mason-Taylor cards have been very popular here. Uh, let's give out a Harold Perkins tonight. How about it? I can give out a Harold Perkins. We are uh, a $25 super chat away from the hundo. And we got the Harold Perkins. Okay, let's go to Pegasus. So I've heard all the complaints. How do you fix it? Okay. It's a very good question. <sighs> Obviously... Everything that could go wrong for the LSU defense has gone wrong. Like every last little thing. You had coaches leave. You had, obviously, coaches uh, not live up to expectations like they did last year. Um, You know, you've had coaches get sick and not, you know, obviously get the chance to coach. You've had bad injury luck. All right. all three levels of the defense has had bad injury luck. And we're not good at anything. Okay. We're just not. So the problem is, is um, there, there is no fix. There, there is no fix. Okay. Could they play better these last couple of games? Yes, because the defense has been better at home than on the road. But that's also just common sense, okay? That's just basic common sense. You're going to be better with crowd noise. It's just how that works, okay? So there, there's, there's not a fix at this point. There's not. And if we do miraculously play better and we just dominate here these final couple of weeks – 
that might honestly make things worse, right? Because then you're kind of in a spot where you're like, well, what the heck happened? So, yeah, it's kind of a tough spot to be in, if we're, if we're being honest, okay? So, once again, the next five to ten minutes, I'll answer as many as I possibly can. If you super chat, we'll keep it going. Fatal Jedi, good to see you. You're feeling good. Y'all are in the playoffs if y'all went out. You know, if if I were a Florida State fan, obviously you want LSU to continue winning out. right? You want LSU to win every game from this point forward if you're a Florida State fan. One game you might not want them to win, though, is, is this one, right? If I'm a Florida State fan, I do not want Florida playing Florida State if they are sitting at five wins, okay? That is one of the most dangerous teams to play in college football. A team on five wins going into the last week in a rivalry spot, okay? Because you're 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 quite literally fighting for your existence. So, yeah, you know, if if Florida doesn't win any of these last three games and these three games are brutal. Okay? It's LSU, Missouri, and Florida State, okay? Um it's going to be hard. Okay, but still, Florida State are huge LSU fans right now. Huge. Now, of course, if Florida State wins out, they're getting in. But you know, let's just say Florida State's undefeated, Washington's undefeated, and those are the only two undefeated teams left. Uh, you know, it might come down to you know who who's got. He's got the better strength of record, okay? And obviously that increases if LSU continues to win. Apparently there was a ugly NFL game tonight. And if it's the Bears-Panthers... What else do you expect? <coughs> Excuse me. Let me see. Oh, it was ugly. The over-under was 39 and a half in the game, ended at 29. I did a lot, honestly. Um, those guys really, really understood football. Okay. Basketball, Fouché, Gardner, and uh, JBC, in particular JBC. Um, I know I mentioned Jarek 
um, a lot on the channel, but uh, he was just a really good football player. And he honestly just understood, you know, the game, right? He knew how to play corner, knew how to play safety. Uh, I think we're a one-win better team if we have Jarek or Jay Ward, right? But, you know, I, it's it's so bizarre, right? You, you just would have never have thunk. I mean, think about all. I mean, the 03 team is going to be honored on Saturday night. The 03 team. There was no weak spots on that defense. None. I mean, it was hit after hit after hit. It was, you play all the records, no skips, right? And now there's just not, there's just not really anything. There's just not really anything. Um, so, yeah. Hal, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, 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 75 to 80% sure I'm 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 coming in. It's just God the rain, dude. It's not it's not that I dislike rain or or whatever. It's just you know, I'd 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 be coming back in after um sitting in the rain to watch a game to do a one hour post game show. Well not one hour, two hour post game show, and then all the other SEC film studies. Stay up all night, then drive back the next day. It's a lot. And I got to call two basketball games on Monday night. Let's go to Trey. How are there so many bad quarterbacks starting in the NFL? That's a good question, Trey. Let me ask you this. How many bad college football quarterbacks are there? Like just bad college football quarterbacks. The answer is just there's not many like just bad in in the SEC, right? You go through the SEC right now. Over half of the starters in the SEC are good. They're, they're good. Okay. I'll just put uh, this up for you, Trey. Okay. And this is just for you, Trey. So Mississippi State doesn't have a good quarterback. Arkansas does. Ole Miss does. Missouri does. Auburn doesn't. Alabama does. Florida does. Texas a doesn't. So it's about half the teams, right? Then you take a look at the rest of the SEC. Tennessee has a good quarterback, not a great quarterback, but he's good. Uh, Georgia's got a good quarterback. Kentucky's got a good one that's played bad. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, you could make a case that the quarterback play is, is just better at the collegiate game. It's easier. But there's so many bad quarterbacks in the NFL because it's just really freaking hard, right? Everybody's bigger, everybody's faster, everybody's stronger. Also, as bad as some of the offensive lines are in the SEC, you know, almost every team has got like a bona fide edge rusher, right? You know, in the NFL, there's just a lot of bad offensive line play. 
Yeah, LD88, we, we discussed that, the probable diagnosis. He's more than likely going to play. Okay. But they are going to monitor him. Closely. Now, I'm going to monitor my own sleep. So I'm going to go to bed. But big thanks to Blake Rafino. Don't forget, check him out at AYS Sports Network. Once again, thanks to all our top super chatters. Jared, Sibs, Player X, Danny, 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 Player X, Robbie. The usual suspects stepping up with all their super chats. I appreciate you. And also a big shout out to one of our latest patrons, LD88. You could check out our full Patreon breakdowns. Um, Instead of doing a Florida defense breakdown, had uh, a lot of requests to break down all of Garrett Nutzmeyer's reps. Uh, well, just some of them. I actually did all of them versus Alabama. If you want to see those, it's on patreon.com slash LSU football. They get you access to our Discord. They get you access to me. And uh, there you go. JJ, man, you work crazy hours. Hope you're doing good, man. It is. Power, our LSU, bam! And tonight we are doing oh those jalapeno cheddar poppers. Let's go. <laughs> 